I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, the ill-minded Mac will find the facts I rhyme and acts. Niggas bounce to allow our attacks. When niggas say I can't rhyme, I recline, I'm the first to tell you. I got G's in my verse who tell me. It hurts a fella when I rip because I slide slick. The nigga fly chicks ride dick with me. I'm leaving niggas stranded there. That's how I planned it. Woo. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Those are terrible lyrics. <laughs> Don't you sure I'm not rapping? I can't remember, uh, can't remember how those went. Yo, the ill-minded Mac will find the facts. I rhyme and acts. Niggas bounce a wine attack. I think that's right. Okay. They just fucked up some of the but words. Say, you know I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes you rip these lyrics off and uh, the They words, make their own version. They, they, the, they the words white, are right. They yeah. whiten it up. The lyrics don't even make sense. It's niggas bounce, so I'm attack. What they have. They put niggas bound till I'm attacks. That makes no sense. Yeah, that's not even, that's not even good <laughs> English. Who's this IRS going after? Y'all understand this. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, this is the Black Out Tips. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic, uh, comedy show, do five times a week. Model of the show is nothing wrong if it's funny. And um, let's go ahead and get right into it. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm uh today's podcast brought to you by all of the listeners that's right guys this is your show the feedback show people put in on this people write in they want to hear their voices heard they want to get their emails read they want to get their comments read Mm -hmm. this is the show for that so it is uh, it's my favorite show to do every week my mine too it's actually less work for us because y'all do y'all a lot of content and not just that but you know we have some really funny ass like listeners yes we um, do you know that 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 put in on this and all that stuff man so it's real cool to see what people think about what we have said and the guests that we've had and you know we've had you know an interesting week you know we've had some good people on the show so we have you know talked about some good topics so it's always cool to hear whatever people have to say of course uh to do all this the easiest way is to go to the blackouttips.com do a bunch of stuff there sign up for the premium shows we appreciate everybody that does that um this week we actually gave people a free premium show so you guys mm-hmm. got to hear what the nerd off is what it sounds like. like not just a two-minute clip um a audio clip you know i got tired of cutting those clips anyway but not just a two-minute audio clip but like the whole show so you guys can hear exactly like well what does it sound like what do you know what do the guests sound like what do the topics sound like um can they even talk about you know is there any, even anything left in the week for them to talk about after they do four or five shows in a week it really know? it really is y'all and and i think some people thought you put up there by mistake because i kept hearing hey did you mean to put this on here hey yeah, I got a bunch am, of am i listening did, uh did you make a mistake i feel like i'm stealing yeah mm-hmm. it yeah was on purpose it was on purpose man like uh just kind of a a teaser if you will I'm, I'm sure whenever we take time off in the future and stuff every once in a while not a lot but every once in a while we might put out a show like that where you guys can kind of hear you know it's a sample of what you're missing and we're hoping that you know to be quite honest we're hoping that that is the kind of thing that makes people go wow they're doing three or four of these a week you yeah, know they're doing all these different shows that you know we typically don't get to hear yeah. them you know talk about yeah um, we talk about, maybe it is worth paying yeah and we talk about a lot of shit that you don't get to hear on a regular show because like i said it's a it's a lot of stuff that i like to talk about and roger like to talk about but we can't give y'all a five-hour show right exactly and um people you know right you know we encourage people to write in that are premium listeners that that hear those shows and they want to because you know those shows often we're 
commenting about broad sweeping things like sports and mm-hmm. uh you know karen uh you know a, a dude the guy who was is over in t- nintendo died and karen you know <laughs> just did three or four minutes of just slander on his grave <laughs> and you know that's the kind of stuff that you might want to write in and, and, and express your opinion about so we always encourage people to do that but you know now people can kind of hear what it sounds like so that's what that was about um but yeah when you're at the blackoutest.com you can uh donate to the show you can become a premium subscriber you can leave comments on each episode you can leave comments on the poll um we have a poll after each episode for you guys to vote in and to to to, to drop your five cents your two cents in um and of course you can email us the blackoutist at gmail.com and you can leave voicemails check out the about section for all the contact information right there let's give a shout out to everybody who donated this week we appreciate those people we do monica c she hit us with a recurring donation on my birthday i appreciate that jennifer h recurring donation also was on my birthday harris t uh um, not to be confused with harris tita. tita i'm about to say harris tita hitting us up yeah, Harris T out here running, running things. I know, all the way out from Matthew, North Carolina. Buying Piggly Wiggly. I hear you, Harris T. I know, right? Uh, Ravita J, uh, another recurring donation. A lot of people recurring donation on my birthday. That was cool, man. Ooh. Uh, Tyvon, he hit us with the, uh, one time donation. Uh, thank you very much, Tyvon. Um, Tyvon S. Um, maybe that was a birthday gift. I don't know. They didn't put a note. So I'm just going to assume it is. Mm hmm. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you, Marvin. Uh, Ebony H. Recurring donation. Um, Marvin B. With another recurring donation. What? How many more? Marvin B. Rich? What the fuck? Is that a different Marvin B.? I don't know what that was about. Uh, Marcus C. Hit us with the recurring donation. Um, thank you very much, Marcus. Marcus. Marcus, darling. Uh, Jessica Kang of the libra- librarians. Yes, hit us she with the- is recurring donation uh mr span hit us the the newly back return to podcasting mr span yes uh, he got a, a streak donation yeah he, yeah I got, it's official now i can yeah. actually have him back on the show so, like yes. i like i like to wait till he puts in about three or four episodes so i know nope. yeah he's really back because i was like oh i want to send feedback Right. Wait a minute, he might not be back next week. Exactly. So, he, <laughs> so I'm very skeptical of putting giving him feedback. Right. It's like a black father, you know, it's like he come around once on Christmas birthdays and stuff. But if he sticks around for New Year's you know, dinner, then you're like, Hey, this hey, we got he, something. Yeah, there. we'll be around. Uh Angelica P, she hit me with a with a one time donation said, Happy birthday, Rod. Thank you, Angelica. We appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. And uh thanks to everybody who wished me happy birthday, man. A lot of people did. And uh it means the world to me, man. You know, we are loved and it's cool to see people go, you know, hey, it's your special day. Happy birthday. Hope it's great. Yes, you know? it is. Uh there's a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of people like make it a great one, have a good one. <laughs> I was like, Give I, you all I these demands. Yeah, I would I would try. You know, I think you guys convinced me to have a good birthday. And it worked. So uh thank y'all so much. Um all right, man, we got all kinds of feedback. We got five star reviews on itunes if you leave us a five star review we promise to read it on the show regardless of content uh we got a couple of those got some emails got a bunch of voicemails like 10 voicemails or something like that was on it they had something to say and some emails what do you want to do first karen itunes all right uh karen tell them how to leave us a itunes review to leave us an iTunes review, use any Apple device that you have and go to your iTunes. And up in the left-hand corner, it will say uh, write a review. Click on that 
and um, leave us five stars. Actually, find, find our name first, but we should be already up in your queue. But if we're <laughs> not, find, it, find our name. If you do not have an Apple device, go to iTunes.com, create an iTunes account, and follow the instructions as before. Yeah, we're, we are at 478 ratings. Woohoo! Which is pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, does it say how many reviews? 300 and 396 actual reviews. So, um, that's cool, man. Like, we'll almost, almost be at 400 actually, reviews. Well, people actually wrote stuff, but overall yeah. it's 400 something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll almost cool. be at, we'll almost be at 400 reviews soon. That's, that's, that's real cool. That's dope. Uh, Reggae828 says, simply the best five stars. Not only are they the best podcasts out there, but they have linked me to other awesome podcasts. Subscribe to the premium podcast. You won't be sorry. Keep up the good work. Happy to support. Well, thank you, Reggae828. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, and I love when people say, like, hey, the premium is worth it. It's good. With, mm-hmm. You know, cause, you know, I, as I remember when, uh, Keith and the girl went, well, they had Kate, they had the VIP program. Mm-hmm. And I remember for a while, it was like, oh man, should I sign up for this? I mean, I, I want to support them, you know, cause just, I've been a fan for so long, long and I'm yeah. just proud of everything they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. But then there's also that like, you know, am I going to get my money's worth? Is this even, you know, whatever. And it took, you know, a lot of people would write into them and send emails. A lot of people would put it in their, you know, reviews mm-hmm. and on their forums and stuff. And they would let you know, kind of like, Hey man, this is awesome. You guys don't miss out. You don't want to not know about this. And so I, that was what made me sign up was, other people's testimonials so every time people do that i think it helps out the show because it's like oh well this person thinks that it's worth it to pay for premium and well let me check it out does and uh what people fail to realize too is that a lot of times uh when we talk about things that happen on the other shows you have to know what we're talking about and you're just going to be kind of just left out the loop on certain things yeah and also i think that uh for a lot of people uh, they fail to realize we're constantly expanding. We're constantly adding new shows, getting ideas for new shows. So, right. so you know, every time you look up, you know, you're guaranteed you're going to get new shows. And and a lot of times when we're off, uh, for a week, uh, premium content still rolls out. Right, right. Um, best podcast ever, five stars by Derek B- Bates. He says. Rod and Karen have the funniest podcast out here, bar none. Forget those other shows. They are not even close. And before I forget, I would like to congratulate Rod on becoming the new president of the Steve Harvey fan club. Son of a bitch. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's, thank you. Uh, not, I'm not really president of Steve Harvey fan club, people listening, but I make a promise to read anything that you said. I think, you, think you got caught off guard with that one. So, you didn't see yeah, that one coming, I didn't, did you? I didn't <laughs> see this sentence. Did, yeah, I clear, I clear he didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Appreciate it, Derek. Good job, man. Way to troll me. Um, but hey, I made a promise and I'll make sure that I, that happens. Um, let's see what else we got comments on the website. We have voicemails. Now let's um, do a website. All right. Cool, man. Uh, episode 551 NWTS. Uh, now we're talking simping was <laughs> he got a Cosby shirt on in that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's heavily featured Drake in this um, episode. Um, but, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we had a poll. The poll for the show was the new Drake. Nothing was the same. I like, I like it, but I like simp music. I don't like it. And I can respect myself when I look in the mirror or <laughs> I like it, but it's not simp music, y'all. Oh, snap. I like it, but I like simp music. 23% of people. At least they're willing to admit it. 
i don't like it and i can respect myself when i look in the mirror 60 percent of people still can respect themselves when they look in the mirror so most of y'all can and 17 percent of people are in complete fucking now that say i like it but it's not simp music man you can't hear them tears across all them songs right professor lca says i'm mad at this pick of drake don't be mad at, at the pick of drake <laughs> He's the one that that took that took the picture. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he did. Like you can't even yes. put that on on us. He looked like, like he looked like Bill Cosby ought to be rapping right going. Dun, da, da, <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, I'll put it on the screen in the chat. But he took this picture for real. This is not oh. me fishing for a picture. This isn't. I didn't put Drake looking like a simp or anything like that. This is just it's a Drake. Terrible. This is just an idea that Drake decided to wear this shirt and thought it was cool so who dressed him his grandma i don't know i don't know who dresses him justin p says hey what can i say my favorite cd in high school was enter the drew i am hooked on the on this drake which is weird because the people in drew hill some of them can sing yes they can i don't think drake can sing this mm-hmm. is weird the the way people i don't know anyway you guys know how i feel about it so <laughs> if, you, if you don't you can go check out uh i was on where's my 40 acres talking about it on the and uh, review on the eargasm review of the drake so um uh, you guys can always check that out too um all right we also had another episode uh episode um 552 where we had chris lamberth on it was called walt must die i was finally um actually when i when we did this show i was like four episodes behind on breaking bad and by by the time that they aired the second to last show i was actually up to date so i'm i'm officially up to date i'm gonna be watching the finale with everybody else live tweeting this is two hours two hours Mm -hmm. all shit now um so yeah yeah we getting on that um the poll no comments for this episode i don't know i i don't know if people aren't leaving comments because they forgot how because people left comments on a picture on the site but not the actual episode <laughs> where where it says the title of the episode to the left of that it says leave a comment just click on that that's how you leave a comment guys. oh okay people clicking on a picture leaving comments in the yeah. picture okay yeah, not, not realizing sure that they can leave it like actually in in the information yeah that's how you leave a comment everybody um does having an oh well one of the topics we talked about was there was a lady who wrote um an article about ethnically black names and Mm -hmm. how that dooms her kid to a um to, to 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 just being a criminal to like going to prison because you have an ethnically black name and her name was something that sounded black like kanissa or something. come on now but it was just one of those like Katina. Wow. yeah like that that's amazingly ignorant and self full of self-hate uh the poll was does having an ethnically black name hurt a child's future yes or no and this is a very close poll that's really close very close and yes one 51 <laughs> percent of people in our audience think that having an ethnically black name will hurt your child's future that is crazy um 49 percent of people think no but it's just crazy that you know we are 100 percent on board like yeah you're going to prison dog <laughs> shy love says shy love mama name shy love 
Shotholomew Love Jenkins. And Shy Love is the ah! C- and Shy Love is the CEO of his own company, Shy Industries. Call one eight hundred get a hoe for more info. Shy Love is a success. <laughs> I love me some Shy Love. Solidaire says, I would have said no, but I met a girl named Latrina. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, but you met her. Was she like killed in prison? Like, where'd you meet her? That's a good question. Chuck Spear says, in the past, I felt my name on a resume got an automatic placement to the circular file cabinet on the floor. You know, the blue bin with those arrows that form a triangle. But ultimately, it seems that the only thing that limits a person is him or herself. As mentioned, Oprah, Barack Obama, Condoleezza seem to be doing fine. As for other folks, um, as for other folks, other well-off folks i'm sorry as for other well-off folks with the most astonishing quote-unquote black names that are always the nba nfl or record deal anthony beyonce lebron shaquille there's no way the author of the article doesn't know who these people are and i'm pretty sure none of them have been to prison the author has a pretty interesting name herself and she seems to be doing okay professor lca says future nope present maybe why because the kid has to survive parents giving the name and outsiders mistreating him because of the name first. Uh, P. Andre Joseph says, honestly, that, that came into consideration when naming my daughter. We compromised on Olivia, OJ for short, because we knew that people would judge her if her name was too ethnic. I've used my name as, as a school to get, a, as a tool to get ahead. On my resumes, I leave out Andre and add my second middle name, Edward. Yeah, two middle names? Yes, four names, five if you count Junior. And your father was named four names? <laughs> I see it all the time when people realize that they've been talking to a black man after the initial phone call back. I always wonder about that, though. Like, if I'm the kind of person that's like, I'm throwing this resume in the trash because it sounds like a black person's name. A lot of people do that. If I get you on the phone and realize you're black, why wouldn't I just be like, oh, let me hang up on this nigger? You know what I mean? Like, if I was that kind of racist, like, what what is the difference to them? You know? Mm. I guess any time you get a chance, right? You just have a, you get them on the phone, you got a chance. Ain't, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, because it's one of those things where they can read it and automatically dismiss and not even consider it versus they get you on the phone and they may, may have a decent conversation with you. Yeah. And that might change their attitude. We can easily say that people with ethnic names won't hurt a child's future, but in reality, most people will not hire and Andrandes Black Eye, which is a real name, or Theodore, over Theodore Ted Bundy. The National Bureau of Economic Research did a study about 10 years ago, and it shows that white names have a 50% higher callback rate than black names. It's not saying that they won't be successful, but it will make it much harder for them to succeed. Here's a link to the study if you guys want to read it later. I think we've read it on the show, actually. I think we've had the, uh, like, we've actually had, like, people did us read more recent studies where like we submitted this many resumes that were exact same with different names and the black people didn't get called back yep the follower eight six six x the follower eight six three three says at this point it seems preferable to many to have my children avoid those of antiquated racist mindset of generations previous to mine there are plenty of avenues though just about any profession for someone with skill to gain oh i'm sorry there are plenty of avenues through just about any profession for someone with skill to gain advancement. People still seem to think that the only avenue to true success is through the people who despise you. Yeah, that that is kind of the mindset that a lot of people have, which mm-hmm. I guess to some extent is true. But it is kind of weird that people are already like, well, a white person won't give you a job. And it's like, you know, 
we're already kind of submitting to the idea of well if they don't give you something then you can't have it you know you can't be successful you can't versus creating your own yeah you can't make it um you know it's just it's just it's just interesting yeah and and a lot of that is just culturally because you know uh on for most black people we were never really taught i know i wasn't really taught to get out and create your own and own your stuff Mm -hmm. it was almost get out and get a job so a lot, so we have a job mentality, and when you have a job mentality, it's one of the things where, hey, I'm going to go out here, you're going to give me something. Yeah, Nikki in the chat says, I used to work at HR. It's not about the person being black. Some people don't want to hire people with ethnic names because it's hard to pronounce. And I agree. Yeah, I guess. I don't I know. know I don't sad, know. sad, but I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, this is fucked up, I guess. Yeah, because they like, look, I, I don't want to have you catching the attitude with me because I don't know how to pronounce it. Or everybody yeah. constantly asks you, how do you pronounce it? I know when I was looking for a doctor, some of the doctors have like foreign names and they're like Indian and stuff and they had great ratings and I would still call up there and oh I would just try to, I was like, yeah, Dr. Sid, blah, blah, blah. And, and be they like, knew exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, I'll put you on the phone. Uh, I'd rather allow my child to get them avoiding someone with name prejudice, prejudice immediately and save them the time of being a talented workhorse whose reputation gets tarnished because some butthole was allowed to practice that undercover schism and keep them in their place. Put it in the, put it on the table early and often is what I say. Yeah, that is a good, that's another good, like, point that I didn't really think about, but maybe you name your child something quote unquote ethnic to help them avoid working for a racist motherfucker and that you know closet asshole that that really doesn't want them there in the first place that's true too. it's like well i'm not even gonna call quantavius back it's like well quantavius probably would have had a bad time working there anyway that's true but anyway that's just interesting that was cool uh we were joined by zan of afrocentric.com uh for good dick high which was episode 553 uh, we had a good time, man. Discuss sex in the black community, threesomes, bad sexual encounters, accidental racist products, a bunch Zan. of stuff. Man, I love having her on. So the poll was, would you buy any accidentally racist products? We went through a list of like, I don't know, 20 something. Yeah. Accidentally racist products. And I remember my overwhelming thought was, I wish I had bought one of these. I wish I had the opportunity. Yes. I would have had, I would have bought it. This, you know? Um, yes, it would be funny to have. No, that's too much. Yes, but only so I could sue them later. Um, so <laughs> those are the options for would you accidentally buy, would you buy any accidentally racist products? Yes, it would be funny to have 52%. About half the audience said, yeah, I would love to have some accidental racist shit just, just so I could be like, it. yeah, check out my I Beat Blacks MP3 player. <laughs> yeah, I love Shit, I pull it out just for the hell of it. Yeah. Cause won't nobody believe you unless they've seen it. Look at Oreo Barbie, the only black one. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this Jigaloo. Uh, yeah, Jigaloo. <laughs> Uh, no, that's too much. 19% of our audience says, hey, I don't want that racist shit in my house. And 29% of people say, yeah, I want it, but I just want to sue them. Aww. Redbone Sonya says, are redheads offended by ginger snaps? Are physically abused white women offended by black eyed peas? <laughs> P word peas. Are Brazil nuts offended when nigger toes by racist, uh, people in, when, wait. Are Brazil nut offended when called nigger toes by racist people in South Carolina? Things that make you say, hmm. <laughs> I don't know, sweetie. Yeah, I've never even heard that nigger toast. Thing. I know. That's a new one for me, too. Yeah, that's amazing. That's allowed to exist. Uh, episode 554 is just Karen and I. We discuss, uh, a bunch of things. Um, 
we talked about the 300 sandwich lady mm-hmm. that was awesome we talked about yeah. the pope so look like about, i got 299 sandwiches to go because i ain't made you one since the other day mm-hmm. well no you made two that night oh i made two that's right 298 and then i finally let you file for divorce <laughs> you got it baby would a 300 sandwiches lady get a ring from her boyfriend yes he's gonna propose or no he's just stalling yes he's gonna propose 41 percent of people believe that man is actually gonna propose to her and 59 percent of people think he's just stalling on her crazy ass what kind of a damn sandwich is she making what do you mean karen we covered it yeah i know i'm just joking I'm, I'm i'm responding for the poll they was like yeah he gonna propose i was like well she used extra mayo like like what is so spectacular about this sandwich it's not the kind of sandwich karen it's the quality of sandwich mm-hmm. she used the mayo with the olive oil Ooh. Derek says of course he's gonna marry that woman if he doesn't step up to the plate there are probably about a hundred dudes ready to take his spot the only way it could be more perfect is if she lets him watch football on sunday without interruption and that includes the sunday night game too I can't remember the last time my <laughs> wife I can't remember the last time my wife gave me a sandwich that didn't come by way of the drive through. Well, Derek has some low expectations, sounds like. Um <laughs> Make him a sandwich you'll marry you got ladies. This is how it works. Oh shit, she make a, a drink too. To me it sound I guess to me it just sounded like a stall tactic. Yeah. It didn't sound like honestly, man, I guess maybe I'm being too romantic, but I know if I want to marry you or not. Yes, you do. Sweetie. And I wouldn't say this amount of sandwiches. I'd just be like, I want to marry you. I will you marry me? I love you and I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. I either know it or I don't. There's no yeah. magic number in my mind of sandwiches. Yeah. And there's no, there's no spectacular sandwich that you can make to go, you know what? This is the one. And after not even this is the one, he said 300. Like not even if you make me one great sandwich. No, 300 sandwiches. He knows the exact number when he will be in love enough to marry her it seems stupid to me very but i guess maybe she'll get a book deal or a tv show or something out of, of it of course the follower 8633 says it's funny how folks disparage other people's stories if she wants to make the sandwiches let her make them if he wants to eat them let him eat them either way that is too few of people today who are preparing to murder or harm their fellow citizens shouldn't that be enough for you people yeah until he don't marry her and she put a sandwich knife in his stomach um now um i don't mind laughing at it because it is funny and she put it out there for everybody to ridicule basically um so i will laugh at it but yeah at the end of the day it's their relationship and if they're happy none of the shit matters like Mm -mm. our jokes don't matter so might as well keep making them but that's um, true you know it's still it's especially since you know it's very public because you know she could have kept something like this private but she's making a blog off of it Mm -hmm. she's unveiling herself and coming out with these fancy smancy new sandwiches yeah and i'm sure people have their own agendas and she knew that when she let it out she knew feminists weren't gonna like it or some of them weren't and she knew like you know there gonna be certain people that were like you know oh she's just getting played and shit like that but that's what she chose to do you know i'm sure there's plenty of shit that when karen and i talk about people in the audience or people out there might think oh this is some bullshit you know so <laughs> oh yes they do you know you just gotta be secure with the decisions you make in your own relationship Redbone sonya aka mella yella said shoot that shoot that last thing i made my boyfriend was a pink taco tmi tmi but anyways yeah i think he will eventually marry her it looks like the sandwiches are tasty and they he do look good and he looks like the 40 year old virgin and power had babies <laughs> so unless she has that thin line between love and hate disease 
they will be hitched within a year justin p says he probably did just say it as a throwaway joke then she took it serious you can't hide that level of crazy he knew so maybe he's cool with it all the shit has happened yeah i would say the only thing that was scary to me with the whole block thing guys and i'm sorry she does sound crazy oh yeah and that is just my pet peeve my turn off so i'll let you guys you know obviously no, okay. how, come to your own conclusions how but sexy you look i do not fuck with crazy yeah that was the main thing was like this trick is crazy she really took an offhanded remark and ran with it branded it made it you know <laughs> unveiled it got this nigga in pictures like his eyes i could just see it in his eyes like help me you know <laughs> Ah, she's ah. crazy y'all she's crazy for real yeah please please save me um we posted an episode of the nerd off episode 17 cyborg's origin story um and uh we made it episode 555 of the regular show we basically gave away a show for free mm-hmm. you're welcome I'm glad you don't, y'all enjoyed it yeah it's a premium podcast uh for free and you guys can check it out see what the big deal is about see if you want to hear this kind of thing every week or if you wouldn't you know um hopefully we sold some people on it hopefully a couple people got interested and said oh i would like to support this way um and you i know, hope so if not you know at least you know what you're missing out on right that's true too the poll for the show because a big contention <laughs> on the on the, the nerd off every week is is karen a nerd yes or no mm-hmm. okay you guys listen to her for a whole uh two hours talk about nerd shit with all her other nerds yes 92 percent of people <laughs> say yes karen is a nerd eight percent of people say no but you know 92 percent uh scientifically say karen's a nerd <laughs> dune dragon says karen a nerd hail to the no with the popularity of pop culture expanding excuse the excuse the pun i feel it uh takes more than being interested in games comics movies etc to be called a nerd i don't believe that a nerd has to be socially handicapped what i feel really makes a nerd a nerd is those small nuances others didn't practice like spending huge amounts of time and money to prep a cosplay outfit for comic-con a giant collection of world of warcraft figurines etc well in that case nope i'm not a nerd so i guess i'm not one either then all right cool everyone on the, everyone knows which planet in star wars that yoda came from no everybody mm-hmm. doesn't uh <laughs> But who knows the name of the starship that was chasing down Princess Leia at the beginning of episode four? The nerd does. So he's more of a like nerd elitist where it's like, you're not allowed in my nerdness because you didn't know this thing that this random such and such fact, right? Yeah. And, and, and not you particular, but them niggas is angry. Like I, I, that's why I'd be like, no, cause they angry and everything just pisses them off and they ready to pull out their lightsabers and chop everything down and, and blow up Microsoft and blow up PlayStation over. I'm like, I'm, I'm not angry. Our main Sparkster, Sparkster, well, you seem pretty angry to me. Uh, and, <laughs> and a main, I'm sorry, and a main Sparksters, uh, picked up on it too. Karen went in on a video game company. That's some nerd shit. Exactly. She was very angry <laughs> at Nintendo. I was. She talked about a man who just died and then fucking trashed his namesake immediately after finding out he was dead that is some angry nerd shit so don't listen to her she's just lying nowhere around it 
she turned a somber segment about a dead company president into an <laughs> epic rant session against the corporate machine of gaming, permanently solidifying her place in nerdum as far as I'm concerned. She strolled ah! her, she strolled her nerd nut, excuse me, nerd ovaries around the block proper. There's different levels to nerdery and she may not be, she may not nerd as hard as others, but she's a nerd nonetheless. Except your nerd status, Karen. It comes with a lightsaber that you don't have to throw buku dollars at to upgrade. Side Thank note. You. So I know any plans of having the Jay Lurie on the nerd off anytime soon. Yes, I will mm-hmm. reach out to her. I always mean to be have her on. I always fucking forget, but I'm glad you reminded me. Yep, she got to be on. Um, Justin P says, yeah, she's a nerd, not a cosplay nerd or one of those. I know this random fact that's uber important, but no. it really is really not though, nerds. <laughs> But she, she's a pre-order and encyclopedia side strategy guy for Fable Nerd. Let yes. her be great. Not that, not that I am. And <laughs> now I can say that 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 part of me, I will say, is kind of nerdy because, I, like I said, I know you can get all that shit online, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like holding on to that book, man. It's circling the drawing in it. Yeah. Um. And we had a comment this week from uh, I think it was Natasha P left a comment. Um, and it was actually on a picture of Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. which I don't know why. Like I said, I have no idea why these are on pictures of Blake Griffin. I don't like y'all do re- realize that there's actual episodes y'all can talk about. And I don't know what oh. episode she was talking about, but she says, oh, that's right. Cause the pictures, they don't correspond. They don't go together. Yeah, yeah. I guess she was talking about the nerd off episode. She says, uh-huh. this was one of my favorite episodes so far. Brandon and Jay were great guests, and the Nintendo and Shamar Moore slander was hilarious. Episodes like this make me really happy to be a premium subscriber. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, sweet. We appreciate it, man. And uh yeah, we we I hope that we can continue to to make people happy that you know they spent that money because that matters to me a lot. I don't want people feeling like I wasted my time fucking with y'all, you know. Yeah. So yeah, for the nerd out here, the nerd, not nerd me yeah <laughs> all right man we got voicemails so let's go ahead and play some Rob, Karen. Hey, this is the impossible white man jay yeah i think the quality they did say the quality on these was kind of messed up okay so i might not be able to play those um i tried though y'all it wasn't I was trying to get yeah, it to work. Trying like sound like a tin can, baby. Yeah, I don't know why the quality was so low on those, but I mean they they told us they were gonna write in or whatever, and okay, it didn't work. We tried, baby. That don't sound good at all. Yeah, yeah. And I quit is advanced, but it ain't that advanced. Yeah, yeah. So sorry about that, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to go back and look and see if I can find anything because uh, I think they left two messages, but if they both were kind of messed up quality, then I'm just going to drop it. Um, all right, let me just uh, play the next voicemail. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but they called together, and I remember they hung out together, so that's pretty cool. Next one. Hi, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is at BigGibb60 on Twitter. I just want to uh, let you guys know, send a little feedback to you, let you guys know. Uh, I really appreciate what you do on the show. Uh you know, just with all the, you know, the different negativities going on recently or semi-recently, I just wanted to make sure I provided some positivity to you guys. Uh, I know that I list, I've started listening to your show maybe either around either a little under a year ago or so. Uh, you guys really kind of helped introduce me to the black podcast scene, 
when I was, you know, first, only thing I was listening to was things like, you know, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, uh, trying to catch up on my podcast. And I really wanted to kind of hear a black voice out there, something that was, you know, more similar to my experience. And um, looked you guys up, found you on Stitcher. And uh, ever since then, you know, you guys put me on Where's My 40 Acres, Insanity Check, Firestarter, a lot of these other ones. I'm still trying to get into the other ones. I just don't really have the time to, you know, catch as many as I'd like to. But, uh, you know, just, you know, looking at you guys and listening to you guys and your crazy chat room and whatnot. I've tried to catch your guys' live show a couple of times, but it's hard, you know, you know, working in, trying to participate in there a couple of times. You've seen me in the chat a few times before, Walter Gibson. But um, uh, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that, you know, you're appreciated. I appreciate the content you give me. I'm thinking about, you know, trying to subscribe to premium content, you know, because I've really, you know, like the nerd off and things like that really do interest me. It's just I've just really just had to set aside some, you know, money or funds for that. But uh, I'm probably going to be trying to subscribe to that soon. I've been listening to your show for a while. This is my first time giving some feedback, and I just wanted to make sure you guys knew. I, I just really appreciate what you guys do. You give me a lot of entertainment. Uh, I want to make sure that... uh you knew that you're supported out there. Thank you. I'm Ramon. Oh man, thank, thank you. you, sweet. Appreciate it. Never get tired of hearing uh, that people love us. No, because we work hard, especially yeah. Roderick. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, and he left another voicemail like a few minutes later. Let's see what this one's about. What if this was like, "Fuck you." Hey, uh, Roddy, <laughs> this is, uh, at Biggest Six again. I, I'm, I know I just left one. I'm, I know I ramped on long enough on that one, but I kind of, I kind of got put on the spot and I choked up and, and under pressure. You know, I'm not, I'm not Kobe. I'm not about that life. So <laughs> let me just go ahead and I've got to mention, uh, love your at, you know, them, them Trump, them throne shows. You totally, you know, blew my mind with those reviews. I've been watching Game of Thrones because of that. And you just took it to a whole nother level with your reviews. It was hilarious. Um, I want to also mention that uh, you. I know people are putting you on a ton of shows already. I, I saw when you were like trying to fight against the Madman movement, and then finally got on that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that you feel exactly the same way about the show Madman that I do. You just really watch it for how much you despise how evil these people are. Like when I think of the man, as in like the man that's oppressing all other people. Don Draper shows up in my mind. I know he's not that guy, but he's like <laughs> that perfect image of the corporate white oppressor. Yes. And it's just hilarious to me. Every time I go by like a store and I see some advertising, like, damn, I really want to buy that shit. It looks really nice. It's like I can see Don Draper standing in behind me just smoking a cigarette, drinking some fucking whiskey, like, yeah, nigga, buy that shit. You know? <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm fucking listening to the man again, man. Fuck this advertising shit. You can't control me. But anyway, that's beside the point. The show that I wanted to try to put you on, you know, of course, you do what you want to do. You ain't going to watch it if you don't want to. But I really think you'll love it. <laughs> it's shameless on Showtime. For all I know, you might already be watching. And if you have, please forgive my ignorance. But totally watch Shameless on Showtime. I mean, the white ghettoness is fucking the, the level. I hate the word ratchet, but that's the only other way I can describe it. It's, it's ridiculous. You mm. really need to check it out. Once again, sorry for wasting time. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your show. Bye. Uh, no doubt, man. Thank you, sweetie. Um, yeah, I, yeah, Mad Men is a show I watch and just root against everybody. They're all pretty much terrible people. Um, <laughs> and as far as, uh, Shameless, I've tried watching it a long time ago. Um, and I only got like a couple episodes in. I wasn't feeling it, but, um, I don't have Showtime anymore, but, uh, I might find a way to see if I can check it out at some point. Um, I'm not really sure. 
how the bet the best way to get those shows but i'll see what i can do about it um next voicemail okay see i'm listening to the goddamn show with afrocentric all right now the whole city thing just really got me dizzy right now because i'm still not understanding what i'm hearing about the titty thing now um you done fuck around and you done sucked on some chick titty. That's, that's milk coming out the titty. Is this what I'm understanding? Milk is coming out the motherfucking titties. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, yeah. So you said that that's, that she was nasty for that. Um, okay. Uh, apparently this lady, you ain't never heard me talk about hygiene, even though, you know, I talk about pussy hygiene, but it's still hygiene nevertheless. Now, when you first took the titty out of the socket, of the pocket, whatever, and you lifted the titty up and you smelled the aroma that you smell, first of all, if the titty was smelling like ass, you're supposed to put her ass in the bathtub. Um, the Afrocentric, Rod did a little segment about that. He had the background music and all about how you break it down to a woman when her shit ain't right, okay? Put some Maxwell on like Rod did, okay? And you walk her ass to the tub and you sit her ass in the tub and you play it off and you bathe her nasty ass, okay? Well, you know what they say, okay? All titties are are ass cheeks with nipples. That's all titties ah! are. Okay? Shout out to Uchi Dullo, because she told me that shit. Okay? So, <laughs> what you went and did, Miss Afrocentric, you smelt the ass coming from the titties. Now, if that wasn't a fucking red flag to you, okay, my thing is, you deserve every goddamn thing that you got after that. Okay? Now, it's such thing, you know, you ever did the stank finger test, you know, like I say, you can't just go down and eat the pussy. Y'all done heard me say, you can't just be eating the pussy off the top. You got to get your smell on. I don't give a fuck how you do it. You know, you put your finger, that's what you got fingers for. You put your finger in the pussy, you go up in there deep, you dig around, you swirl it around, you pull it out. And then some kind of way, you fucking find a way on the sneak tip to run across your nose and see what the fuck is going on in America. Okay, now, ah! when you first pull the titties out, like I said, and you smell the ass flavor, that right there should have let you know something was amiss. But no, Miss Lady, you went right on here and put them nasty ass-smelling titties in your mouth. Okay, <laughs> now you got the nerve to be surprised because what you tasted was a sweet, sour Nigga, did you say beer smell? <laughs> so the goddamn woman had yeasty fucking titties, okay? You sucking uh-huh. yeast out of titties. If you were to put the milk in some flour, you'd have had bread 30 minutes later. You'd have fucking had pizza dough, all right? You got them pizza dough titties, okay? You put them shits in your mouth, and you got the nerve to blame her? No! Uh, Miss Lady, you know what? You got it going on. I'm going to give you that, okay? But I can see that you're still kind of young in the mind, right? And it's not all about the fucking, fucking shit, you know? You get, look, Miss Lady, let me tell you something. BBD said it best. Never trust a big butt and a smile, okay? <laughs> that girl is poison. And see, that... Right there, it, 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 trust me, it goes a long way, okay? 
the titties looking right, whatever, whatever. Don't trust it, okay? And you know what? Damn if she come over and she's smelling like motherfucking whatever, okay? From now on, this is what I want you to do. Put her stinking ass or whoever the fuck you get with, put their stinking asses in the tub and you watch them wash their ass, okay? Mm. Watch them wash their ass, okay? That way you know, okay? Um, I don't want to hear no more about the fake titty talk. So I'm going to fast forward through this shit because this shit right here is kind of making me sick right now. Um, <laughs> Afrocentric, hey, I enjoyed the last time I was on the show. So I'm going to fast forward and, uh, I know it's going to be a good show, but that's pretty much all I want to say. Rod, I know I probably done talked for like 20 minutes already on some damn titties, but it's the principle of the goddamn thing. It's the <laughs> motherfucking principle of the goddamn thing. Because people, this go to men and women. Wash your ass. I don't give a fuck if you took a shower. 20 minutes before you jumped in the ride and went over there, take another goddamn shower when you get there, all right? <laughs> Leave no stone unturned. And let me tell you something. To all my women and my men out there, if it smell like cologne, leave it alone. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> leave it the fuck alone. You trying to cover okay? something up. Because if you don't, okay, real cheap pussy. Y'all don't forget about that. Real cheese pussy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Cheese dick. All right. Chili cheese dick. Who's a cheese right. dick? No, no, right. I don't think I want to know. It's going to be mustard all up in the grilled cheese. Okay? I'm just saying. All right? Fuck out. nation? One y'all. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of those subjects that's close to Chill's heart, and <laughs> I, I can't, I, can, I, I don't see. blame her. You know, I stand with her in solidarity, man. She was speaking some real shit. Uh, a lot of people out here, you know, not treating their vaginas well. Now, I, now, I will say, I do believe that some blame can be thrown at the young lady's way, cause there's no way that she didn't know her titties and vagina was walking around smelling like the, the wilds of africa and shit so (laughs) i I still don't believe that uh that was okay um so but i but i agree with chill i agree uh she left another voicemail not too long after nigga did that chick just say titty milk tastes like semen eats snot hold on did she say semen so you suck no hold on Semen come out the titties. Is this what the fuck? See, y'all about to fuck the titty game up for me forever. <laughs> what the fuck? I just want, I don't even know if I, okay, you know what? Let me calm down, because you know what? Maybe I heard that wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even gonna trip. But it sounds like she has said that, um, it tastes like semen. And, yeah, uh, if semen covering out the titties, and I'm cutting mine off now, okay? <laughs> Even though I, I have no reason to lactate, never have, never will, because I'm not a breeder. But if, if, if it's a chance that semen can come out my titties, I'm going to cut them bitches off right now. Because <laughs> I think I just done heard it off. Uh, Afrocentric, I don't know who the fuck you fucking with. Leave all they ass alone, okay? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're going through. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand this, ma'am. I'm trying to, I have never sucked on no titties. 
and that, that smell like ass. I, I, I mean, this is real talk. I am 43 and have never fucking... And then you went and you sucked on them anyway. And then you gonna complain them? No, miss ma'am. No, ma'am. You cannot complain about the raggedy titties. When you knew they was raggedy, then you still sucked on the raggedy titties. You sucked on the raggedy ass nipple. And the raggedy ass juice came out the raggedy ass titties. You cannot do that. That's not, no. No. You can't. Let go to the nation. Oh, no. <laughs> Before I say that, Rod, happy birthday, dog. Thank you, Chill. You know what I'm saying? Oh. One love, man, to you, first of all, most. <laughs> Black Yahoo Tip Nation. One love. God damn. <laughs> she was at lost the world. Oh, my God. She just said, God damn. <laughs> Not peace out, nothing. She's just like, I don't know what to say. Oh, man. I love Chill, man. That. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, said, she said raggedy titties oh my god Whew. oh i need a second <laughs> whatever voicemail gotta follow that up man i feel sorry for you i'm sorry but we gotta go on with the show next voicemail hello rod and karen brent hope everything is all right with you this is brent you good, uh, sweetie cuba Sitting on back of the bay. Um, gotcha. I was just online and I was perusing my timeline on Facebook and I saw some news and I had to go Google it to look it up. And this actually might shock you. You might even stop the music for this, but um, if this new news is true, it's going to change my perspective on something major. As a dude who has hair on his face, I feel it is unbecoming of me to endorse the music of Drake. But I will say this. The lady that he's rumored to be so depressed about just happens to be the young lady who would be considered the finest girl in the school during my high school years. And... If it was this Courtney that he's talking about, then I'm going to say that I empathize with him. I understand why he is so depressed. I'm not saying I buy his music, but if it was that Courtney, trust me, he got a good reason to be depressed. Now, he need to get over that shit, but he has a good reason to be depressed. Cause that girl was just that side. So, yeah, I'm gonna cut Drake some slack for being so depressed and having that depressing music. That means I gotta listen to it. But I'm gonna cut him some slack because Courtney is that fine. That if you lose it, it will be just like losing the Super Bowl on the last play. It will be just like being one yard short of the end zone. So, if he lost her. I'm not even mad at him for being all depressed. He actually, I feel his pain. Matter of fact, my entire city feels his pain. We understand why he's so sad and depressed. Because that's something to be sad and depressed about if you lost that. But, I'm out. Hope everything is alright with you guys. And I hope everything is 
wonderful. And um, by the way, uh, I'm a little bit late, but last week you guys were talking about Kev on stage, different types of uh, preachers' videos. Oh, this is my one more thing, by the way. One more thing. Yeah, I was watching the video, and um, you were talking about different types of preachers, and you were talking about them hopping. It's not hopping, it's called hooping. And the hooping is just a preaching that he is, is just like the singing preacher, but he does it at a little bit of a slower pace. And he started breaking up for some reason. Must have been that weak ass Drake <laughs> fucking up his phone, <laughs> making his signal sipping. <laughs> I hope everybody has a good day. Get some Jesus in y'all. All right, bye. Alright, peace. Tell you this much. Drake took him away for a little bit, didn't he? You will be, uh, hearing Drake a lot every time you call the show from now on. So, uh, you support him now. You on his side. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. There's no pussy fine enough to make me be a bitch ass nigga like that. So, next voicemail. Can't believe people make, people stay making excuses for him. I wish I, I hope y'all make this many excuses for me if I ever become some type of weak ass nigga that's walking around crying and shit. I hope y'all all be like the same way for me. Just you know, you just got to let it understand. go. You got to understand. He I'm, has I to want be you a to bitch. sing and rap through it. We're gonna tweet through this. We're gonna make it, my brother. Right. I hope y'all support me. Hey, uh, it's your boy Daz. Turn uh, my phone on. Fuck up this time on the call. I just just listening to. Uh, High Five Starter Boys, and while well, Rod was guessing on it, Rod was talking about a tank that Karen made, and I think Rod kind of tanked. I, I want to know if this counts as a tank. Mm-hmm. Rod was talking about how Karen called the Whiskey, Wine, and Moonshine show the Wine Glass Woman show, and Rod said that that sounded like a song uh, somebody made. That's an actual song. Karen, I'm, I'm friends with her on Facebook, as I think uh, many of us are, and she photo, she screenshot her phone while she was listening to Spotify one day, and I caught it because Words on Forty X was talking about this guy, Mayor Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. He got a song called Wild Glass Woman. That's my jam. Uh, the album is called Where's This Door Go? Yes. And between Karen and Words on Forty X is talking about that shit, I, I finally listened to it on Spotify. That's, it's a dope ass album. It's better than Robin Thicke or that twenty twenty experienced by Justin Timberlake, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe that's a tank, maybe it's not. Shout out to Karen during that Afrocentric um, podcast. Y'all had her on there. Karen, damn, they killed her several times. You could hear her laugh, the way that she was laughing at when Karen was going off for her about these um, uh, niggas in the about the dick size and shit. <laughs> it's not like that laugh where you just about to go take a good sip or something and they catch, somebody catch you off guard. <laughs> so shout out to Karen for damn near killing her. Thank you. She makes her laugh like she's about to explode. Uh, all right, niggas. Yes, Wine Glass Woman is a song by Meyer Hawthorne. We played it on the song on the show before too, I believe. Um, but no, that I was, I didn't remember that it was a song or anything. So it's, it's I don't know if you you can count it as taking. I probably blend shit together. Who knows. Yeah, you can count it as a tank if you want to. I don't think it's really a tank, but um I, know I was saying that uh I think Wine Glass Lady or Wine Glass Woman sound like a song by Eric Clapton. That was a just a joke, so 
but you know but you can count it as a take if you want to i I think you might be a little pressed but uh count it next voicemail what's going on uh that guy who takes him uh ron and karen uh this is travis calling from uh miami you know uh it's been a good you had a good uh podcast this whole week man it had me rolling and laughing at the job man um Especially the girl Zan. Oh, man, that girl's hilarious, man. <laughs> she had me rolling uh, at the job, you know. She real funny. VH1 need to call her up, you know, have her own um, have her own show, you know. So that would be good. And, uh, well, I know you uh you're talking about Drake, man. Um, that video, that shit, that, that comedy, whatever it is, that video was, hold on. I wanted, did you see that video? That shit had me rolling. It's terrible. Especially when he took off his uh, ski mask trying to look hard. <laughs> yes. You know? That shit was crazy. But, uh, oh, man. You're talking about Drake. I think uh, I think Drake did a good move, man. I'm not a Drake fan, but uh, I think he did it for the gay dudes and the girls who were, you know, who's under 18 and uh, and soft-ass niggas who like his music like that. But he's going to sell at least 500, I'd say about 500,000 copies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he came out with a dope, with a dope rap album. Motherfuckers still talk bad about him, so, you know, he just went the soft way, but, um, you know, he just got to do what he got to do. And um, so, you know, y'all doing a good job, and um, keep up the good work, and peace out. Yep. Uh, sold a lot of records. What can I say? Indeed, I see. Uh, you know who else sold a lot of records? CNC Music Factory, Millie Vanilli. Um, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people sell, sell records that Vanilla I... Vanilla Ice. Yeah. It, you know, doesn't mean I have to respect them. Just, uh, and good for him, man. Like, He's not a bad person. Seems like a good person, man. All the success to him. Yeah, just the music soft. Next voicemail. Hey, y'all. It's Miss Danny Ten here. I was just calling because I left some off my email. And I was like, shit, let me call in. So, hey, you know, I just see what I sound like. I was like, shit, because I just got up. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was just calling because y'all had Zan on the show, and it was just, like, so good to hear somebody from my hometown, Birmingham, on the show, and I always like to go and show, show support for people like that, and surprisingly, she went to my high school. She was an upperclassman when I got there, but anyway, she was talking about how people on Facebook were just going in or whatever, and I just thought about it. I had the same thing happen, and I'm sure all of us have, and I just really think social media has given people an undeserved sense of entitlement, mm-hmm. just to be like, you can attack whoever and do whatever, and it's just like, so what, though? We're too old for this, but then again, they letting six and seven-year-olds have Facebook, so I mean, what the fuck ever. But I was just like, first the motherfucking of all, you're not going to take away my First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Please know that you do have the right to remain silent. Okay? <laughs> but I left that off my comments, and I just wanted to say I want to go and show support for Zan and her website and everything, because I love to support people and not bring people down. All right, y'all. Love y'all. You Bye. too. Uh, you too, Danny. Thank Peace. you so much. Um, she left another voicemail a little bit after um and keep in mind we're gonna read emails uh after this so then i guess the voicemail might make more sense then but here we go oh and one more thing miss danny 10 again on the nerd off show i heard y'all talking about what you called him digimon hansu i cracked the fuck up his name is jimon hansu just like dango the d is solid but that shit was 
play to that yes brandon corrected me now that was a tank i called him digimon hasu Ah. Uh, but i now i'm sticking with that because it's funny or uh it's funnier than than his real name and also i want to let everybody know for those of you that love zan actually go back to the spree cast because you can literally see her live and like talking to her and seeing her live it just seeing her live takes it to a whole nother level so if you don't have hadn't had a chance go back and rewatch the spree cast yep um let me uh go ahead and get into these emails speaking of which and uh we'll open up the phone line 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 um while we go ahead and read some of you guys uh emails that you said in uh anthony houston writes in what's up rod and karen i used to work at a best buy and that was there was a standalone store not one near a mall at a time, the Black Mall was there, but it had since closed and been partially torn down, so it looked like something out of a war movie. Uh, we had to bust our we had to bust our asses to reach our numbers because our area didn't have a lot of money. We made just as much money as the stores in the more upper class areas and the two malls because we actually helped our customers and had relationships with them. The fools at the upper class area Best Buys were a bunch of idiots who barely did anything for their customers because they didn't have to. I went in there one time in my regular clothes and was shocked at how people, especially old people, were looking like a deer in the headlights and no one was helping them. I would have helped them in my store and if I was on the clock, but oh well. I guess it goes to show that Karen was right, that it matters on which Best Buy you go to. Good Mm -hmm. show. Keep up the good work. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. Like Me and Roger uh, go to one downtown, Mm -hmm. and I remember uh, we actually switched up, and sometimes we go to the one out like Pineview, Matthews, whatever, and like, like one dude who used to work at the one downtown moved out there. And he was like, Oh my gosh, I love this so much better. He was like, I can just tell the difference. And dude like hooked us up and gave us like discounts and right. like went all out his way. Cause he remembered us from the other store. Yep. Exactly. Um, maybe it's kind of like how people say you should date somebody. Oh, hold on. Here's a actual phone coming in. Yo, you're on with the blackout tips. What's up? Yo, what's going on family? It's Aaron. What up, How Aaron? You How you doing, dog? Uh, Aaron from, hey, is this Aaron from, uh, the, the Black Astronauts podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure we got more than one Aaron, you know, the listeners out there. So what's up, dog? Oh, man, nothing. I had to say one thing before I got up on my day, throughout my day, dude. Karen's slander level on the nerd off was like on 11. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was sitting there the whole time dying. It was she so disrespectful. You said what? It was so disrespectful. Dude, she slandered, Karen, you slandered a dead man for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Let that man die in peace. They call it rest in peace for a reason. That man said, what did I do? Yeah. He took a playing card company and turned it into a multi-billion dollar conglomerate that brought her years of entertainment, by the way. Yes. Years I, of entertainment. It, it did. And she couldn't even get a rest in peace, couldn't even get a moment of silence, just a moment of slander. Nah. It was a moment of slander. <laughs> hey, she hey, Karen, you saw an opportunity and said, I got it. <laughs> yes. I'm going to jump on it right now. Because cause <laughs> it, it, it was sadness and anger all at once. It was anger because I felt like I've been cheated, but it was sadness because I I, I wanted better, but I didn't get. But she's not That's an like angry. A Right, but she's not a she's not she's not a nerd though, right? All this anger right. and sadness over video games. But hey, 
nurse. She's not a nurse. She can't relate. She don't understand. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> hey, the first the, the first step of recovery uh, is accepting the fact. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to admit. Go ahead and accept it. Admit that you have a problem. That's yes, the first please. step. <laughs> yeah. That was, nah, that was it. I, I just the whole time, dude. I was sitting there crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was laughing so hard because it was just like I can't believe this is happening. Like while we were on the show, like of all the people that to go off on a dead man's uh, legacy is Karen. It, it was so funny though because you were sitting there like, uh, mm, "This is not how I planned this to go." Right. <laughs> I had a quick like, "Oh, we'll do a moment of silence, maybe talk about our favorite Nintendo games." And uh, it turned into uh, fuck this dead Asian dude. So I was like, okay, yeah. well, Nick, let's move Karen. on. Karen came off the top rope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that Karen's music playing? <laughs> so, but I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all again, man. I appreciate y'all providing hours and hours of uh, entertainment. I'm premium life all day. So yes, sir. I got to catch you, up sweetie. on my premium podcast. But, uh, yeah, man. We're going to have to get up. Yes, sir. Thanks, yes, Aaron, sir. man. Thank we, you, we definitely got to get you on the nerd off eventually, too, man. I'll email you, see when we can work that out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Y'all have a good day, man. You too, you man. Too, Peace. Sweet. Peace. Peace. All right, man. That's Aaron from the Black Astronauts Podcast. A lot of people uh, had a great time when they were on the show. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, this email is from Keith. He says, Xbox 360. Good afternoon, Rod. Quick question. What size hard drive do you have for your 360? I want to say it's like 250 whatever gigs or something. I don't know how many I got for mine. Oh, and what level do you play your games on? I hear you on podcasts and you seem to fly through completing games. Uh, I play them on the normal easy. level. No, I don't. Oh, on me. I play them on easy, super easy if you got it. That's just me though. Yeah, I play on the normal level. Whatever level the game came on is what I play on. Yeah, I don't um, like to play only hard a, just to play hard. Only a couple times have I ever dumbed a game down and I want to say it was like, the last Bioshock, maybe because not because it was too hard, but because I found it to not be that good a game. But I did want to know the story, uh, but I just didn't avoid enjoy the gameplay. I thought it was pretty too simple, actually. Um, and although it is late on the subject of the dude bros and, and Greg and Abel, Greg and Abel, um, I just w- didn't understand why Greg and Abel. He said it twice. Felt it uh necessary to denounce your actions. I mean, if they didn't know you and were just common as a bystander, then I could see how they could possibly be on the dude bro side. But they had a relationship with you. I guess it really comes down to their need to comment on the situation. It was like they felt it imp- it was imperative to talk about the issue, but without including any direct participant in the conflict. Um well, um let me just say first of all, uh we do a public podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people listen. I'm actually very accustomed and used to hearing what other people have to think about some shit we said. It happens all the time. Yeah, because they go at him a lot faster than they go at me. Not even going at. I mean, I mean, just people giving their opinions. We bring up shit. We put things out. Sometimes people wouldn't know about a thing if we didn't talk about a thing. You know what I mean? That's true, too. Sometimes it's, you know, and the vice versa. I I listen to podcasts where I wouldn't know about this thing, but I heard it here. You know, right. True. So, um, I'm used to people giving their opinions. I'm used to people not agreeing. Yes. Um, I think that's absolutely fine. And it's and part of life. Yeah. You, if, if I, I don't think I would be able to do a podcast if I felt like you can't comment on what I say unless you agree with me. Oh, that'd be so boring. 
yeah not just boring but like that level of ego is just fucking like you i don't know how you can be a normal person to be sitting around like i can't believe you talked about my shit when you know you ain't agree with me you need to have me on the show so you you know i get it Uh, but i think what they did was a bridge too far because it was uh, other in addition to just making shit up and kind of lying about a lot of shit um it was just so like disrespectful and i don't think it was really ever about the dude bros it was more Mm -hmm. like to get Mm -hmm. our attention Mm -hmm. to uh try to get other people to come listen to their show you know even after all is said and done you know they got a you know it they're making posts about i'm just glad anybody would come listen to the show and all this shit so um you know i think that's a foul way to handle your business but if that's the way you feel you need to go about promoting your shit is to talk shit about us and whatever um fine i don't think your work ethic if you if that's the way you work your work ethic will not produce results for you because the only time people are going to tune in is if you say something about us and that shit will get old fast, too, because, you know, we're not going to entertain it every single time that you talk about us, mm-hmm. obviously. Well, we got shit to do. But then also, you know, since then, they haven't put out another show. They mm-hmm. haven't because they're not treating it serious. They're not professional. It, You know, it, that would have been a perfect time for them to come out with three, four more shows. But they couldn't even capitalize off of that momentum, you know. So it, it's, it's just silly to me th- that they would even do that you know let alone the fact that we've had them on the show uh you know i <laughs> i thought we had a pretty cool relationship and stuff like that let alone all that shit um people talk and people disagree all the time um i just don't think anyone should put out anything in public if you have the kind of ego where you don't want someone else to comment on what you talked about ain't that the truth you know what i mean and th- and it works vice versa like if um uh, if i listen to where's my 40 acres and i hear something i go i don't agree with this and i talk about it on our show if later on i go back and i listen to an episode of them and they're talking about what i said about them it makes sense to me that that would happen i wouldn't be like hey, you don't have a right to, to speak on me um but i think there's like a weird type of uh people trying to be victims when they're not mm-hmm. thing that goes on a lot on the internet where someone starts shit or they pop shit and then when they get called out on it they want to turn it into like oh you're so much more popular than me you're so much bigger than me why are you even responding to me yeah you, you know you should be above this now i'm not above talking shit about you but you should be above even responding to me or saying anything back to me a lot of people have that mentality and i and and to me that becomes frustrating because no matter who you are or how much money you make or wherever your social economical economical status is mm-hmm. you're a person and you can't strip humanity from people and people yeah. try their best when it comes to the internet everybody wants to strip everybody else's humanity except for when it comes to their humanity right but it's just funny because people try what i think is, is a passive aggressive way of trying to make you shut up like they just want to create fiction about you and then you can't say anything to defend yourself or else you're supposed to be above that you're 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 picking on me i i only i just have a little podcast and now you're mad at me it's like well you were lying you know you were saying disrespectful shit um and people do it all the time the same shit happened with the soft sea chicks where it was like uh you know uh you know or the soft sea group actually it was more than just women that even though they keep trying to change it um where i talked about them and then they tried to turn it into like oh poor innocent us it's like well you talked about this this other dude for a year 
you know and then you got your ass called out your exact words read on our podcast and now you're a victim you got oh and now it's too much because somebody said something back to you like it's just that type of like fake victimhood and i don't believe in it and i will fight it every time um anyway uh it was like they felt it was imperative to talk about the issue but without including any direct participant in the conflict yeah they could have reached out to us like we've never like not responded to anything they've said to us so this is weird you know but it's par for the course what are you gonna do yep anyway i saw agents of shield and listened to you karen and the guys express your thoughts my only disappointment with the show was the need to create the team from a group of people who are not enthusiastic about being members of shield yeah that was funny and very cliche every single person was like i don't want to be on the team i don't want to be on the team i want to be on the team i would have loved at least a couple people who were like i love being on the shield team <laughs> let's go shield everybody was like no fuck this team uh the pilot did not want to be on the team especially she did not want the field work but that was thrown out the window the muscle of the team also did not want to be there oh i figure you guys caught this uh but the nerd in me immediately picked up the reference to black widow when colson was talking to ward about his evaluations he said something like you were only surpassed by agent romanoff yes uh, i picked up on that um and uh, apparently he was very close to black widow but he was more prickly he was harder to get along with which is funny because i feel like black widow in the movie seems to be hard to get along with mm-hmm. so like, um and then the hacker also a somewhat unwilling member of the team i would have liked to see a team from the very beginning going on missions well you gotta have an origin story right yeah you know you gotta have some conflict you gotta have some level of like yeah it would like it would be kind of boring if everybody was just already established as good teammates with great working relationships it seems like that would not be as uh as as good a, a way to tell the story in my opinion um oh an old boy that said michael peterson the uh black dude this is an origin story cracked me up yeah it kind of cracked me up too the way he jumped out the window after that uh have a good one k robinson recurring donator and premium member keep your dream alive thank you very much thank you sweetie you help keeping it alive too Mm -hmm. brian writes in hey rod i'm brian from the in deep show uh i would like to take this moment out of my day to drop you a line on a few levels first let me say happy b-day to my fellow libra shout out chiba chiba y'all i've listened to your show since i came across it when my show joined stitcher i enjoy it and i salute your efforts to make it the best it can be in many ways you've motivated me to step my game up as well it's funny how we are on the same wavelengths on a lot of things and total opposites on 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 others there's uh i.e the tar heels uh love them i love the tar heels wait wait are we are we opposite on tar heels i don't know whichever one we are uh anyway on a personal <laughs> level i'm sorry that you had to deal with portrayal from your former friends of the show it sucks to be someone that opens up to others only get stabbed in the back walk that way so many times shaking my head with that being said i understand that it may deter you from opening up to others awkward saying that as i reach out to you now lol anyway back to what i was saying about things that we may disagree on it's cool to quote unquote meet someone that i can disagree with but respect the explanation of their point of view thanks for the realness anyways on the final thing i wanted to rap to you rap to you about i totally respect yours and karen's bond these days marriage seems to be a punchline or something to do because we like each other what the fuck i'm single but looking to be to find some find that someone special i know i don't have to say it to you but keep it where you where you have it you're an inspiration to many especially me thank you you. yeah um please take this as me as a personal hello and handshake 
i'm a person that's a handshake still means something give my well wishes to karen also from the rest of the crew we are fans uh who hope to become friends peace big b in a deep show uh in deep show um yeah cool man thank you for reaching out man um appreciate people looking out man um so that yeah that that whole um thing with Abe and them yeah like i said it's, it won't stop us from reaching out to other people and that's what we do having people on the show mm-hmm. um you know spreading the word for people man like yep. anything we could do to help good people out there man we, uh, we, we want to do it so yeah because people ask us questions we'd be more than half happy to answer them and things like that because i think that the way we everybody has their own style and the way we do it is our style and, and i don't know i personally uh, and i'm glad the fans appreciate this i get excited introducing new people to you guys i right. you know because a lot of people are like well, wow why do i listen to so many podcasts like, i'm constantly grinding and listening and perking like i do have uh criterias on who we ask and who we don't ask right but i still constantly go out and listen to uh, all types of podcasts from different people and, and different backgrounds. I started listening to some swinger podcasts and all kinds of things like that. So it's one of those things where I'm glad when I hear people who just be like, well, y'all are the only podcast, but because of y'all, now I listen to such and such, and now I listen to such and such. And like, to me, that really makes me feel good because I feel as though uh, we're introducing people to you guys and opening up a lot of people to the podcast world. And, and, and I don't, that's what we do, and we're very good at it. Yep. Shayna writes in, Mammy Porn. Oh, hey, Rod and Karen. I love, <laughs> I love when Zan is on the show. She is really speaking my language. Not to get all serious about the maid porn thing, but I think there is something comforting to white people about black servants. Yes, I guess, especially in America, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe even other places. Yeah, but it's, but it's because the history, especially in America. If they will race to the theaters to see movies like The Help and The Butler and Driving Miss Daisy and feel and leave feeling all warm and fuzzy, then of course there is black maid porn. Even though TV and movies tell us that Mammy is unattractive and asexual, we all know that white men have been tapping that maid ass for centuries. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, Shana. It's funny, though, how that's almost never in any of these movies, like the help and shit. It's like, when's the white man gonna try to holler at one of these uh, maids? Like, Because it happens. Make some of these light-skinned black people we keep seeing around. That ain't that truth. They ain't come out of nowhere. <clears throat> As far as black sexuality and shame, Zan could not be more spot on. When I was younger, my mother went out of her way to teach my sister and I that our bodies were nothing to be ashamed of. When I got to college, I was shocked to find that my peers, even though they were significantly more sexually experienced than I was, were scared to make dudes wear condoms or carry them, and nobody knew what the fuck a dental dam was. Shit, I don't even know what the hell a dental dam is. I only know because I watch Booty Call. Uh, so somehow my dorm became a one-stop shop for safer sex materials. I also think there's a connection between black shame and STDs. Mm-hmm. I believe that communication is the beginning of safe sex. I love sex and it is so fun. So fun. But I am also in control of my body, so I don't have a problem lifting some, letting somebody know what's okay and not okay. And STDs and pregnancy is not okay with me ever. Ain't that the truth. But when a person has such a shame about their sexuality, these conversations don't happen. Anyway, just a few thoughts. Talk to you guys later. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of it does come from, like, you know, shame and, like, religion and, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, don't do it. That's all you need to know about it and shit like that. And that yeah. Don't do it is not an answer. Yeah, kids gonna fuck, man. Hormones are a motherfucker, you know? Um, 
so yeah i i agree and uh zan you know zan was a great guest and i love that she talked about that so um and yeah people definitely fucking these maids uh <laughs> of course <laughs> next email no cleaning getting done alicia sent this in she said hey rod and karen i was listening to show 553 and you said you wanted to witness some accidental racism firsthand well here's the best i can do it would probably make your day to know that there was in a tourist gift gift shop a few doors down from paula dean's restaurant savannah georgia's yes racism at its finest and it's just a picture of a dude holding a a uh recipe book called big mama's old black pot recipes and so black like aunt your mama woman in front of a wood like stove wood burner stove so, <laughs> i would have bought that though i would oh, yeah. can you buy me a copy and mail it to me like how do i get my hands on that that's uh, what i need in my yeah. life yeah hey for now on i'll be looking for that shit i'll be i'll be finding shit shit and be like hey look what else what all the racism stuff i found howard wrote in 554 black people cutting a monkey hi rod and karen love this week's shows First, let me start by saying happy belated birthday to you, Rod, and I hope you keep your head up in this difficult time with your grandmother. I've been in that situation a few times, and no matter what happens, I know know that we'll have your back. As for the thank you, thank um, you, sweetie. As for the episode itself with Antoine Dodson claiming to be straight, Gucci Mane, Mane's fuckery, and Chris Brown, I really am beginning to think I like my elders said about young black boys and the impression that elders give them about what it means to becoming a to be an adult when my aunts and uncles were children kids wore suits acting like they had some form of self-respect due to due to the media and giant influx of fatherless homes kids grew up believing that being a man uh did wait that being a man did mean sleeping with a bunch of women left and right acting like a thug and acting ignorant and that's how we ended up with a generation of men and women that are still diehard Chris Brown fans despite knowing of his actions. Not to mention people who think Lupe Fiasco was right about what he said about that graduation. It really hurts my heart that so few black children then and to this day don't have parents that have taught them to act right in public due to how it reflects on them. Case in point, Waka Flocka and his mom see the next season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta for further examples. Nevertheless, my heart aches at the thought of black men and women who come into this world and the idea that ignorance is synonymous with blackness. Well, I've said my piece. Keep your head up along with the good work. Uh, your favorite small town blur, Howard Tyrone Smith II. Thank Thanks, man. you. Appreciate it. Uh, Howard thinks the world's going to hell and it's all his generation's fault. Um, <laughs> D, uh, let me see what, oh, Miss Danny Tan writes in. Hey, Rod and Karen just wanted to stop by and leave a few comments i didn't have very much time this week so i decided to write an email as soon as i got some free time i really enjoyed the episodes i had this week and i appreciate the free nerd off show you posted i didn't know what the hell y'all was talking about sometimes but i enjoyed the jokes and one of the guests you had in there has a sexy voice hey boo in my nick jew voice <laughs> which reminds me thank you ron and karen for supporting these other podcasts and introducing me to their shows each time I listen to Tastes Like Fried Chicken or What's the Tea, they always reference the black guy who tips and how much they love and appreciate y'all. So many times you hear people talking shit about other podcasts, but y'all the only y'all only show love and support for each other. And I think that's goddamn wonderful. And I do too, man. Like, it's it's like uh not to get on too far of a tangent, but like I when we started the show, um, there weren't a lot of shows working together, first of all. It was not. Especially black shows. Mm-mm. Um everybody was standalone and we did kind of start like networking with people mm-hmm. but like i kind of got into it because i felt like these people were cool and i wanted to work with them i wanted to uh 
kind of spread the word and then at the same time i never wanted to express any ownership over anybody like that's right we've had opportunities to be like hey let's ask this podcast to be part of a blackouters network or Mm -hmm. you know we've had people that were like why don't y'all start like uh you know a, a black all the black podcasts in one place type thing and i've always run away from that because i don't want to have, have any ownership over anybody else's material i don't want anyone feeling like they are part of a brand or they behold to anyone else i like the fact that everybody is their separate voice but at the same time it means so much to me that we get along mm-hmm. or not that we have to but that we can civilly disagree about shit that it's not just a bunch of radio hype men you know like you know like they do with new york radio where you come to our show we're talking shit about where's my 40 acres go to where's my 40 acres and they're talking shit about sandy check go to sandy check and they're talking shit about twib you're like we don't i like that people don't have to go through that you know what Mm -hmm. i mean that that it can be a positive atmosphere and like sometimes i do get disheartened because when people do take unnecessary shots at us uh us especially you know um because one i feel like what we represent um is kind of important as far as just the idea and the freedom to to uh express different uh viewpoints of humor that's right and to discuss just about any topic any kind of way yep that um, we choose to but uh also that we try to get along with just about everybody we do um so it's like when people take shots at us i always kind of get a little disheartened because it's like well that's not gonna help you and it's not it's not really hurting us but it does kind of hurt that vision of that i just have of just people being like you know putting content out there and letting the audiences decide what they want to hear you know yeah and Mm -hmm. and also for me I don't want the audience to have to choose. And that's one reason why I like getting along. Um, Because a lot of times people feel like they have to choose and pick sides. I don't feel like you should have to. Yeah, you're already choosing enough because you only have so much time Time. to listen to anything. Yes. So you're already doing enough choosing. It shouldn't have to come down to somebody being like, fuck this show. Don't listen to that show. Even shows that we've had issues with where it's been like, man, fuck them. They're never coming back on the show. We don't deal with them anymore. Even those shows, I've never been like, don't listen to them, y'all. You go over there, you better stop listening to us. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Go yeah. listen to whoever. You There's, want you know, to, that's right. Like, it's good that those shows exist. It's good that people want to listen to other things than just us. It's good mm-hmm. that people want to share other shows. And, um, you know, it's like a cornucopia of blackness, man. And it's so fucking beautiful when it's just existing and nobody's trying to justify their existence by taking down another person yes just so, be yourself and you will grow yeah so i you know i dig it when i listen to someone's show and you know if we come up and they're saying something good about us or funny or whatever i'm always kind of like oh that's cool yeah even if they you know disagree I mean? with us i'm like cool they heard they disagree with us yeah like and i listen to more shit than y'all know i don't yes. talk about it often me either I, honestly because i don't want to influence influence people to talk about us or not talk about that's us that's right i don't want to influence people to change their shows before us Mm-mm. i don't like honestly uh i that's one of the, like uh i think someone wrote us this week and i don't remember if i say this email or not but um he was asking for advice on his podcast. I don't want to give him advice. I want him to do whatever he wants, wants to do. do. Just go out, make the best shit that you can do for yourself. Yeah, because people will listen or they won't. But the point being, like, 
it's yours. And that's the thing about it. And and also the thing, I agree with Roger because whenever you come up with a vision and you come up with a dream, you evolve, you change, you mature. So what you initially start out with might not always be the end result. And yeah. I don't want to influence that. And, and I can't speak for nobody else, but it's nothing like you watching somebody grow um podcasting like literally watching how they've matured and they grow or they, their stances have changed and their viewpoints have yeah, changed and, and they've added people mm-hmm. on the show and they've expanded like that's a cool process to to listen to i know i, I enjoy listening to it yeah not even just podcasting any art form whatever mm-hmm. i feel like this is an art like it is and the people that are good at it will separate themselves from those who aren't yeah, and that's true you'll kind of see it but yeah i you know i don't want to be overbearing but i do love when i hear people supporting each other because you know you don't see enough of it honestly like mm-hmm. you just in all kinds of forms of media people are way faster to try to take somebody down to try to like hurt someone they disagree with you know you look on twitter and there's fine sign this position this petition retweet this thing let's mm-hmm. uh let's you know go let's write this person to get them to stop doing such and such but there's not enough so-and-so wrote a great blah 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 what can we do to get this recognized yep why can't we get this person a job writing this blog for life why can't we mm-hmm. uh support this show so that these people don't even have to work anymore like 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 to me that's way more powerful than getting russell simmons to take down the harriet tubman shit yes, would be if, if we were able to be like yeah um Where's my 40 acres is going to A3C and they don't have to spend a dime out of their own pockets. That is like way fucking more powerful than mm-hmm. any amount of negativity, even justified ne- negativity that you can throw towards anyone else putting anything out. So I agree. Yeah. It warms my heart to hear that, you know, other shows are loving and supporting people. It, it warms my heart when we hear that people like our show or people are inspired by, by our show. show and it's not just them shitting on our show like it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome you know um anyway okay now to my comments i know on one episode y'all talked about oprah having almost having a nervous breakdown man oprah has enough money to take a vacation and tell motherfuckers to leave her the hell alone she she was in africa taking safari not too long ago miss o was in a hot air balloon in africa while her brunch was being prepared by her peasants <laughs> I want to be Oprah rich. Hell, the last time I almost had a nervous breakdown was Sally Mae kindly emailed me to say, I know you moved and I still want my money, bitch. Have a nice day. <laughs> Please believe Oprah can have this life and take hers. But in all seriousness, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, I'm glad she's all right too. But yeah, it, you know, it's funny though because she's doing an interview and somebody's like, I had a nervous breakdown and like typical Oprah, typical like a uh, person that is like the you know um you know someone like someone of that stature that's an interviewer is like you know what and i had a nervous breakdown let me tell you about my nervous breakdown like it's it's like come <laughs> on over the, the lady can't even have a nervous breakdown by herself Mm-mm-mm. you got nope. to take that from her yep uh and the nerd off show rod talked about the new features of ios uh 7 and how siri can do so much now i was on the bus one day and the kid told siri to find something on the internet form and siri replied here you are master with whatever <laughs> whatever it was he was asked he asked for nigga the look people gave him was hilarious he looked back as to say yeah siri is my slave so from now on i'm gonna make uh, siri call me your majesty just so i can tell people i'm royalty laughing my ass off Oh, the creativity of technology. Well, everybody knows I made Siri call me, uh, my nigga. So, 
Yes. When I gave that, results. That was the most confusing ass shit because Roger was like, doo-doo, uh, serious, so, 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 so. He was like, so, 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 my nigga. And I kept saying, this is a racist ass phone. I was like, dude, we got to sue Apple. What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, only thing that was messed up is when I bought, uh, when I upgraded to iOS 7, mm-hmm. there's an option where it says you want to use real names or nicknames and it automatically says nicknames if you don't check, uncheck it. So I'll get a text and it'll be like, sent from my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Email sent to my nigga. I was like, who the fuck is my nigga? <laughs> Who is sending me these emails? Why is it my email? This my nigga. I was like, oh, that's right. I just switched that. <laughs> my emails is my nigga. <laughs> all right, all right. Last two real thing. Uh, last two real quick. Check out the article on Crunk and Disorderly about the world world record for twerking being set in New York by someone named Big Fredia. They had rules and shit, and people were from ages eight to eighty. Eighty grounds bounced that thing for two minutes, where everyone did. Also, did you hear Mitt Romney has a new adopted grandson? Yeah, little black kid. Mm-hmm cutest little chocolate chunky baby boy i've ever seen that's what everybody's saying i gotta go see that baby his name is kirian romney cute right well that name is gaelic for black dark skin or little dark one Uh so do you think this is on purpose i hope not kirian is a cute name but with this family being a white family accidental racism i don't know this should be a fuck of a black people article q's game show music how many points did you give the romneys um and she put a picture of Karen, his mom and the family um all right y'all all right love y'all fam uh miss danny 10 um i guess i would give them like actually man i'm gonna give them zero points i really think they authentically adopted a black baby i do too as weird as that may sound i really do think they was like we want a black baby look man i get that romney got some evil ass policies and shit but to me he seemed like a genuine dude like he really did think that like the reason he lost in my opinion is because he it was actually still kind of a decent human being for a republican because republicans don't work republicans run way more underhanded tactics and i'm like he seems like the kind of dude that strategists came to him and were like this is what we need to say about obama and he was like no we can't say that that's the kind of dude he strikes me as and that's why he lost but um is also uh why uh i think he adopted that baby out of goodness of his heart like that's that's just my theory i don't know maybe it's to some, balance it out yeah i don't feel like he's think i'm gonna get the black vote next time with prodding around this little black baby like he probably won't even run again like just he believed that that shit was the right thing to do probably plus everybody knows black kids are the new accessories man i like jewelry black kids and purse dogs same shit um so yeah uh this is from professor lch so yeah episode 549 question mark i guess i'm the last one to know that they aren't real black astronauts sad face so she really believed ah! that they were the black astronauts podcast of black astronauts can you believe that karen <laughs> professor lch one of the smartest people i know really believe that Aaron and them were actually black astronauts who had a podcast. Now she must not ever listen. Or maybe this is her first time listening. Yeah, probably her first time hearing about I it. I wish yeah. I was in the room the first time she discovered her face. That yeah. These niggas <laughs> were not talking about no astronauts. Like the the first time that they started discussing Don Lemon, I'm sure she was like, wow, this is NASA is really letting them just fly off the hook with this one. 
But she was like, oh, Roger and them got the deuce on the NASA. Wait a minute. Just, just say no deuce on the NASA. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's actually here's the art uh the email I, I was go- I meant to read earlier, mm-hmm. but I put it in the wrong folder. Advice for a new podcast by Andre. He says, Hi Rod and Karen, my name is Dre and I've listened to your show for quite a while now and I've watched the steady progression the two of you have made over the last couple of years. I've made a donation in the past and I wish I could have donated more, but unfortunately funds have been kinda tight. But the reason I'm sending this email is because I've recently started a podcast and I was hoping you would give it a quick listen and maybe give me some advice on how it could improve and how I could get some better exposure. I've only done two episodes thus far. I would really appreciate some advice to avoid critical mistakes. I'm sure you get emails like this all the time, but if you had the time to get back to me, I would really appreciate it. Thanks in advance, Dre. And he puts a YouTube link to his podcast. Here's the thing, Dre. Um, I can't speak for Cam. I speak for me. I will never give you advice on how to do your show. Anyone who writes a show, I'm never going to give you advice ever, ever, ever. Not because I'm competitive, not because I think it'll make your show better and mine suck or whatever. Uh, We expressed it earlier. I just don't want to influence people's shows. I want you to make the most authentic thing for you you that you can make. Yep. My only thing I'll say is just make it as accessible to people as possible. So my biggest thing is like get on iTunes, get on Stitcher, like that type of stuff. But as far as the content itself, no. Yeah, I don't have anything to say, man. Like, uh, the general advice I give everybody, consistency, which is hard for, it's hard to duplicate. It's hard to, you know. It is. It's, it's something that people don't like to hear, but it's the truth. Like, if people can consistently know that I, every two weeks I get an episode of Dre's show, that, that's the best. Quality, you know, try to get the best sound quality you can. Some people are going to be flexible with that and understand. A lot of people, they, as soon as they hear bad qu- sound quality, they just turn out. the shit off. Like they don't even care. You know, it's like, Oh, I don't know what the fuck happened here. Don't sound good. I'm out. You know? Um, so I would just say those two things, man. Um, but as far as, uh, listening to your show and critiquing it, I don't really have anything for it. And like I said, I, I listen to shows now, man. I try, I kind of don't tell people what I listen to anymore. Like, um, because I don't want it to be a thing where people are feeling any type of pressure or, you know, and I know that people are well-intentioned sometimes, but you know, I, I hate when people are like, Oh, so you ain't listening to my shit, but you listen to they shit. Like I'm a person. I, I have my favorites. I do. You know, I, do I have my things that I like and I don't like, and I don't owe you to listen to anything. Just like you don't owe us to listen to this show. No, you don't. And I don't want to have to like cuss somebody out when they're like, you never listened to my show and I made a show and, and I talked about you on the show and you ain't even say nothing. Like, it's like you I don't want those problems. And no. I didn't ask y'all to do that. So, nope. you know, before we even run into any misunderstandings, completely get me here where I'm saying no disrespect intended, mm-hmm. but I'm, I don't ever listen to anybody's shit out of obligation. Me either. If I don't feel some type of entertainment off of it, that's the only time I listen. And I think people do the same thing with us. Mm-hmm and that's fine it's an at will type of situation yes it is so that's all um thank y'all so much for turning out man we appreciate it it's a good feedback show we'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m no guests as of yet um but uh yeah and then after this week we are taking a week off just know that after this week we're taking a week off just letting y'all know um but uh yeah thank y'all so much for uh you know hanging out with us so we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you you too baby Mwah.